So as leaders, yeah. uh, I believe we need to really think carefully what is the message that we are sending and what kind of words really are we using. Hello and a warm welcome to the NLN podcast. The NLN is the Nordic Leadership Network. We're a team of seven leaders, coaches, facilitators and speakers. We help develop the leaders of today and tomorrow. We challenge teams to achieve high performance. We help companies to implement strategy and get stuff done so they can flourish and grow. Today, we have Stefano Mosconi and David Goddard. Gentlemen, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. We've been in lockdown now for six or seven weeks, and we've had a lot of fun on this podcast, having some really kind of interesting conversations. Today, I'd like to maybe focus our conversation towards communication, corporate communication. And um, we've been on this kind of curve um, for a few weeks now where People have been telling us and teams have been told and leaders have been told, communicate, communicate, communicate. So I think that's what's been happening. There's been lots of communication. But right now, maybe it's a good point for us to stop and think, how is all that communication going? What's really happening in teams? And, and so I'd just like to get your, your thoughts on that. So as a first question, and maybe to Stefano, first of all, what's happening in terms of communication right now? on your team, in your yeah. organization. Yeah, thanks, thanks Nick, and uh, hi, everybody. Um, I'm, I'm really, uh, you know, I'm, I'm very keen on really properly to people and sending the right messages. So what's happening, I think, is that right now we, we have very much the possibility to listen to as many podcasts, new podcasts even, uh, webinars, any kind of meeting that, that, we, that we want, any kind of information. And if we wanted to, to be here for like 24 hours, we could be here for 24 hours. So in, in a way, we are kind of suffering a bit from, from information overload, right? Where there is so mm. much available that uh, everything uh, kind of dilutes. So as, as leaders, yeah. uh, I believe we need to really think carefully what is the message that we are sending and what kind of words really are we in a way, I, I think the the uh, phrase uh, that I think Mark Twain or George Bernard Shaw, I can't remember the name mm-hmm. of, of the guy that said it, um, it's like, uh, sorry for the long letter, I didn't have time to make it shorter. It's yes. quite quite crucial right now. It, it kind of fits very well. Um, we should really spend some time in, in uh, making sure that the messages we send are short, to the point, clear and consistent. So less is more in less a period is- of information overload yeah some interesting interesting thoughts there it's true we we can be we can be in meetings and on podcasts and webinars literally for 24 hours a day and getting invitations left right and center and david i know you had a busy day yesterday um you might want to tell us about that or you might want to comment on what stefano's just mentioned i think i'd like to comment on what stefano just mentioned because i can't even <laughs> remember what happened yesterday <laughs> you don't even know what day it is do you no i don't uh, do I? it's it's lockdown something or other day so um very interesting thinking about what stefano said we've kind of been through a journey already then communication we had i think to a a lot of people took that as um ramping up the broadcasting that they're doing and maybe what we should be focusing on is ramping up the listening Mm. so i think that's what i would like to ask stefano how that been going in his organization at um elisuris the biggest telecom in finland how are they managing the listening? Mm. 
Mm, yeah, listening it's it's always difficult right so we are always quite focused on on what we have in our heads much less focused on what the others are saying but right now i, I think that the um, the people um, are are quite careful not, not careful but quite uh, attentive to what has been said that's why i think even more important to make sure that your message is, is sharp and crystal clear because the amount of information there is uh, kind of repeats itself. Last week that we had coronavirus, this week we have coronavirus. We, we kind of keep repeating the things and, and we are ever more attentive to the different things that happen. So listening is definitely something that we all could learn more. And um, even us as coaches, we, we know it very well, keeps being difficult. So how, how do you think, Nick, that do you have any, any guesses or tips how we can help ourselves getting better, becoming better listeners? Mm, that's a great question. And um, can, I, can I just put in another quote from um, one of the two, two guys you mentioned earlier? And I think this was Mark Twain, actually. And he said, if we were meant to talk more than we were meant to listen, we would have two mouths and one ear. So, David, challenge for you to find another Mark Twain quote by the end of this pod. Um, but to answer Stefano's question, one thing that kind of came up for me in one of our earlier conversations on this channel was that some leaders are actually just phoning up, just calling or um, online meeting with their team members. And they're just saying to them, listen, I want to know how you're doing. How's things at your end? I'm just going to listen to you for five minutes. I'm not going to talk. And that is incredibly difficult, weird thing to do but it's incredibly powerful in terms of what you get from the other person and I think those conversations maybe those one-to-one connections are even more important right now because we've been forced into this um, kind of tsunami of group meetings and you know where there's anywhere between 10 to in some cases you know hundreds of people on the same on the same call so you kind of get lost a little bit in in those large um, meetings in terms of numbers of people on the call but the one-to-one is powerful. So that, was, that would be one thing that I would um, offer. What else? What else there? Well, that's very interesting. Um, I don't have a Mark Twain quote. I do have some other quote come out in a second. Uh, that what you Good. were saying then, Good. Nick, about um, five minutes of silence reminds me of an article I saw in, in The Guardian uh, earlier this week. Show but don't tell why silent Zoom are golden for focusing the mind Isolation stress is setting in. Many people are finding that sharing quiet online space is key to boosting brain power. Ah. So um, what do you think about that idea of a silent? We should try that. We should yeah. try that. Do you think it would catch on if we had a silent podcast? <laughs> that would be fantastic. <laughs> it, would probably get, it would probably get our highest rating, I would suggest, <laughs> that one. Yeah, that sounds really good. So, so David, essentially you, you log into a Zoom or a WebEx or whatever the platform is and just say nothing. Or you, you do a silent activity together, like reading. So, but you're reading, not reading out loud. So you're together, you're in the same space, you can see the other person, but you're, you're not saying, or you've got your microphone on mute, that you're just hanging out together. Yeah, let's try that. Let's do it. Maybe not for the pod, but let's but do yeah, it. Yeah, not right now, but we can definitely <laughs> do that. Yeah, right, but no, I guess the, Anyway, I guess the overall theme there, though, is that we need to pay as much attention to our listening skills as we do to uh, how we're sending messages. And maybe that's been a learning through this corona curve at the moment for many leaders. 
So. What I noticed, what I noticed, sorry, Nick, uh, is that um, for me, it's actually, it helps if I take a call while I am walking around. For those of us that still can walk around in the, in the wild, uh, that helps a lot my concentration. I really focus on the speaker on the other side of the, of the, of the line. It's, it's quite powerful uh, walking, like taking a walking meeting alone on the line. Uh, it helps quite a lot the listening. That sounds great. <clears throat> so when you talk about the wild, I'm th- I immediately think of the, the savannah in, in Africa. Um, I guess whatever the, the equivalent is where you are, Stefano. So, <laughs> so yeah, I mean, that's, that's, so, so listening, we've talked about listening so far and, and maybe being more present and, and you know, take, take in, taking some fresh air and having some crucial conversations while we're walking. Um, it's often said that when we're standing, we're moving, it's easier to breathe and possibly easier to think as well and formulate clearer messages. So I'm kind of interested in the whole communication piece right now for, for people and teams. What, what is the message that, that we want to communicate to people after six or seven weeks of lockdown? Yeah, I think that one of, one of the things which would be worth for, for everyone to think about is really taking a bit of a step back from your, from your laptop or your computer and uh, turn, turn it off. Uh, think really, what kind of messages have I sent? What kind of tone of voice have I used? What kind of um, behavior have I displayed on all the meetings I've had in these five or six? Was I authentic? Uh, was I the person that I wanted to be in those meetings? Was I really paying attention to what was said? Or was, were, were, were I playing with something uh, on, on the table? Or... And then really think about that, understand if there is anything that we want to change. Maybe everything is fine. Maybe we have used the right tone of voice, we have paid mm-hmm. attention, uh, we have sent the right messages, and uh, we have been concise enough and clear enough, mm-hmm. but maybe not. And how we can, can we really improve on that? That's maybe one of the things which might be worth doing right now. Yeah, yeah, good, good. And one, one thing that came, came to mind as well, I recall, I recall a story about Gandhi, the political, spiritual leader in, in India, and he used to take one day a week you know, in his household in absolute silence. So one day a week, just to make sense of the chaos, the craziness, the noise in, in his world at the time. And I just wonder if, how effective that would be for, the, for us to take, take a day off. Just... Or even a month. Or so I remember reading in 21 Lessons by um, Yuval Harari that he takes a month every year wow. of silent retreat. Wow. That's... Mm. And what does that, what does that give? It gives him a lot of silence, a lot of thinking time. <laughs> so um, my quote for today is from Albert Einstein. Thank you for asking. Um, <laughs> my quote for the day. And um, Einstein said, I speak to everyone the same way, whether it's the garbage man or the president. Could have been Einstein, it might be Mark Twain, but I think what is behind that quote is what, I, and also what I'm seeing at the moment people who are thriving in the crisis and managing their communications well, doing communications based on principles rather than practice. So, some of the practice that we have as um, conventional wisdom around virtual teams are kind of being stood on their head when everybody is working remotely all the time. For example, you know, communicate, communicate, communicate. Many people take that to mean in the virtual world, we have to really spend a lot of time sending out messages and getting those right. But we've been discussing that actually principled listening is a, a good approach. So um, this is what I'm also finding in my coaching people that are discussing within coaching at the moment are doing better by following their education principles rather than looking at whatever habits and practices. 
kept me well. So for, um, to me, Einstein's quote is about respect from respecting mm. the person. Another mm. good principle, I think, communication, avoid assumptions. So I was interested to hear, Stefano, how, how's that going? In the virtual world, avoiding assumptions means we need to really spend a lot of time clarifying, checking, has the message gone through? Have I understood mm. right? Um, who's doing what? <laughs> Are we duplicating work and so forth? So, uh, Stefano, how's that going in yeah, well, um, I think things are uh, things are quite well. We we spend uh, uh, I spend personally a lot of time in meetings uh, paraphrasing and, and repeating things as I heard them, just to make sure that I heard them correctly. And and this helps me as a leader helps me a lot to really understand what the other person is saying. It's not something I've started with with the virtual uh, meeting world, but of course it's ever more important in virtual meetings because we might be missing some some bits and pieces of of the communication. So that's definitely uh, something which helps. Uh, If you learn how to paraphrase, how to repeat, uh, how to mirror uh, the the words to the other person, you will definitely have um, a great conversation. And I'm actually now reading a a book from uh, Chris Voss, uh, about negotiation, He's, he was the chief negotiator of the FBI for quite some time, and yeah. uh, and this yeah. also a very very powerful technique for negotiation as well, apparently. Yeah, another another good book recommendation. So, that's, so thank you, Stefano and David. Just going back to your point about you know communicate on principles, not not practices. How much of that relates to being authentic, being yourself? I think a lot of it does, and um, you could examine your own principles by thinking a little bit where do you, uh, as a leader, um, how do you really show up and be your authentic self, and how does that relate to the communication that you're having with your team? So um, I think what we need from our leaders at the moment is to take the lead, and that includes taking the lead in communication. So ask for feedback, take a, lead, take a risk and give people feedback, ask for help we need it and offer help and offer support so um the authentic leader um and being your own self you you know you you take the lead in communication and really show up what about you nick i'm interested to hear what's happening in your coaching practice so what kinds of communication related issues Mm. you hear in the people that you're working yeah so um i'm hearing lots of lots of lots of uncertainty so people are feeling uncertain about what they're doing on a daily basis, but also what the world will look like after this this phase or be phase one of this challenging time. And people are also suffering a bit, particularly the the E people, the extroverts are struggling with this lack of, um, you know, seeing their teams, being able just to talk freely, to go and um, walk over to somebody's desk or grab lunch with somebody. So I think people are people are missing and missing that that element. So one of the things we've spoken about today, which I think is quite important, is that one-to-one communication. I think we've we've been pushing a lot, kind of group getting together as teams. You know, a lot of teams I'm hearing are having morning briefings every day and maybe evening briefings. Um, the interesting thing about teams is that you you don't have a relationship with a team. You can only have a relationship with an individual on a team. So I've been talking quite a bit about how to make individual connections during this time. So I think that's something that's come up, come up for me. So chaps, as, as we kind of come to a, come to a close, I have a question for you. What, what will you do differently next week? So thinking about your communication, thinking about what we've talked about today, what will you do differently next week? 
Yeah, well, that's a great question. I think that I will pay much more attention to the listening part of, of my communication, even more so than, than I, as, as you know, my, my, my culture, my, the Italian culture is not very strong. Okay. Here it comes again, the cultural <laughs> element. <laughs> and we, but we are very good at talking. Uh, so um, while, while the, the culture where I live in, the Finnish culture, it's, it's extremely good at listening. Uh, so much so that when I when I came to Finland quite quite some time ago, I always was quite uh, I always was quite amazed at the fact that between a question and an answer, there was so much time passing. It <laughs> yeah, felt yeah. infinite amount of time. It was only maybe half a second. But for me as an Italian, I was like, "Come on, answer! Yeah. Come on, say something." <laughs> so so yes, um, just, just besides this, this anecdote, um, I, I think I will pay much more, much more attention to listening. Another thing which this whole conversation uh, kind of uh, reminded me as well is that we uh, kind of interpret communication just as, as spoken communication, but there is a lot of communication that happens mm. uh, in a written form and can happen uh, asynchronous. So the, the spoken communication more often than not happens synchronous and the, the written communication can happen asynchronous. So maybe one thing which I will be more more careful with is really understand what requires synchronous communication uh, and and what re- what might require only asynchronous so i just leave a message somewhere on a chat and maybe someone answers at some point when they have time reads it when they have time or record a video and and post it and then you know anybody can watch it mm. so that's another thing which i think we should also explore so what really requires synchronicity and what doesn't that's yeah. that's important right now especially in this time that's an interesting point. And I know lots of people are, are sending videos to their customers, to their colleagues, just a short 30 second video saying, hi, how you doing? I'm, I'm here if you need anything. It's a powerful, powerful communicate. Thank you, Stefano. So listening and then thinking about the, the method and the way um, and the tool to, to communicate important messages. David Goddard, I can see you've been joined by, by a special guest at your end, um, a, a four-legged friend. Um, what, what would you do differently? next week probably plan this podcast at a time that isn't the usual time when i take my dog out for a walk so that's probably <laughs> why he's attacking me at the moment um i had a great conversation with one of my customers earlier this week where what she said to me was that this is golden opportunity to do things different i think we should all be thinking what are we going to be doing differently and um so thank you for the question i'm learning about sound editing so i'm taking a tutorial um, coaching program around sound it's my learning uh, discovering it's a whole language of its own new words coming in and thought of before so. great great how about you nick um what am i going to do differently next week i'm going to have one day in silence that's what i'm going to do wow that's and it might mean it might mean so i'm here with a family it may mean that i have to um go somewhere so we're at the summer house i might drive back to our apartment in helsinki and just be silent not have meetings and think so that's something that i'm going to do Gentlemen, thank you for today. Have we got any more Mark Twain quotes or George Bernard Shaw quotes that we want to stuff into this, this podcast today? I think we, we are overloaded now. With I think podcast. so, but some good quotes today. <laughs> so, guys, thank you. Thank you for joining us today. Um, and um, have a good vapo. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks. Take care. Bye-bye. Hey, listener. It's Stefano here. Since you got until here, we think that you might like the podcast. It would mean so much if you could leave us a five-star review and share this with as many of your friends as possible. This will help us be discovered 
and spread the news. Can you just take five minutes and do that for us? Thank you.